At a glance, nothing unusual, but Valerie bagged them anyway, to look through later. Photograph albums. Elizabeth's life in snapshots. The family Polaroids, teen poses, endless prosaic group shots, barbecues, Thanksgiving dinners, college, graduation. What looked like a stint teaching nursery or kindergarten, a very young Elizabeth in a classroom with children barely up to her knee. Three, as far as Valerie could tell, boyfriends. Eventually, the boyfriend, who became the husband. Our wedding, a separate album, silver inscribed and bound in olive green velvet. Ornamental gardens. Elizabeth in a white-tiered lace dress arm-linked to a tall, nondescript guy in a morning suit with a moppy head of dark hair and a weak chin. More life. An apartment. Skiing trips. Friends who didn't look like close friends. Then a drop-off. Ten years ago, Valerie estimated. The impact of digital, yes, but also the loss of will. Half an album in which The Husband, she remembered the crossed-out name in the next-of-kin section of Elizabeth's passport and her colleague's mention of a divorce some years back, didn't feature at all. As soon as Ed called in the positive ID, they'd have to talk to him, wherever the hell he was. On one of the bookshelves, she found a pretty little pewter letter holder. Look carefully, please. An invitation to someone's art opening, a receipt for cookware, a couple of takeout menus, ticket stubs from museum and gallery visits. Valerie wondered if looking carefully was just to amuse him. These were the times. He could have hidden cameras filming her right now. He could be gearing up to post her bewilderment on YouTube. She dismissed it. The tone of his note implied a low tolerance for cartoon villainy or stock genre idiom. He wasn't fucking with her. Language was transparent that way. If you were being addressed respectfully, as an equal, you could tell. She had started in the kitchen, gone through the lounge and into the bedroom. There was only the bathroom left. CSI had cordoned off the footprints, the barefoot prints of Elizabeth and the grip-tread prints of whatever her killer had been wearing. Valerie had an image of Elizabeth, neck deep in bath foam, hearing a noise in the bedroom, turning her head, seeing him. A peaceful evening for a civilized woman alone in her apartment, blasted in a moment's horror scented candles soft lighting her nightmare. The familiar disgust surfaced. She forced it down. There was no place for disgust. Disgust didn't catch the men who did this. Only obsessive attention to detail. Only the machine. The medicine cabinet had nothing unusual to report. She trailed her gloved fingers along the window frame's upper rim. Dust. Nothing. The footprints were annoying her. The image of him pacing in here between assaults, 
glancing back at Elizabeth through the doorway, weighing up what to do to her next. There was nothing in the note to suggest he wasn't working solo now. What was that like for him? A diminishment, surely. A cold space where the warmth of Catherine's collusion used to be. Maybe he would recruit someone new. Maybe he already had. She went back out to the porch, removed her mask and checked her phone. A text from Nick. Managed to get B&B cancellation with no charge, so come home when you're done. I'll give you a massage. X.